Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, it's our Week in Review. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Good morning, everybody. Let's get straight into it. Today is Friday, June 24th, 2022, and the time is 812 Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $21,196, up 2.7% in 24. It is up 1% in 7. Ethereum's at number 2 at $1,199, up 8% in 24, 10% in 7. Tether's number 3, USDC's number 4, and Binance is at 337, up 5% in 24, or 8% in 7. Running off the top 10, XRP, BUSD, Cardano, Solana, and Doge. Actually, Solana's on a tear. It's up 9.2%, or 30% in 7. Total market cap, we're at $946 billion, up 3.5%, and a BTC dominance of 42.7%, and F dominance of 15.3%. You guys know how Fridays go on our weekend review. We have a whole week of news, so I try to get straight into it so we don't go too long in time, because you guys love the 15-minute or less format. I have never had one person email me and say, hey, yeah, I want an hour show. <laughs> do it like Rogan, three hours. Nah, we're not going to do that. Anyway, let's go into Monday. On Monday, Celsius delivered an update on its situation, stating that its objective continues to be stabilizing our liquidity and operations, and saying that this process will take time. Celsius stated that it has maintained an open dialogue with regulators and officials and seeking to find resolution. However, the company added that it's also pausing its Twitter spaces and Reddit Ask Me Anythings or AMAs to focus on navigating these unprecedented challenges and seeking to fulfill our responsibilities to our community. So basically, open dialogue is only for regulators and officials, not for the people who are holding the bags. That same day, Babel Finance had become the latest crypto lending firm to suspend redemptions and withdrawals, basically saying, we have no money because the firm stated it was facing unusual liquidity pressures amid a broader crash of cryptocurrency prices, citing the lack of available assets readily on hand as a basis of its decision to prevent customers from taking their money out of it. Recently, they said, the crypto market has seen fluctuations and some institutions and industry have experienced conductive risk events. Less than a month ago, Babel Finance received a valuation of $2 billion following an $80 million Series B funding round. At the end of 2021, the firm had an outstanding loan totaling $3 billion and was seeing $800 million in monthly trading volume in derivatives. On that same day, Sam Bankman-Free weighed in on the current Three Arrows capital crisis via Twitter, with the FTX founder saying it couldn't have happened with an on-chain protocol that was transparent. As you guys know, Three Arrows Capital was rumored to be insolvent after allegedly failing to meet its margin calls from several lenders, including BlockFi and Genesis. Researchers also claimed via Twitter that the company took out a $264 million loan with Aave and a $35 million compound loan. 
Even though these transactions haven't been confirmed, several big lenders, including BitMEX, started liquidating their positions. Compounding to the whole liquidity problem, Jusu and Kyle Davies, who were the founders of Three Arrows Capital, kind of ghosted the public for a couple days to figure out what was going on. They eventually broke their silence, came out and started saying, hey, we're, we're working on it, but it made everybody pretty nervous. On Tuesday, we had a pretty interesting situation happen. A whale deposited 5.7 million sol, accounting for more than 95% of all sol lens deposits, to borrow around $108 million worth of USDC and USDT, according to Solund. If sol dropped to 2230, the wallet ran the risk of getting liquidated for up to 20% of its borrowing, or $21 million. It would be difficult for the market to absorb such an impact since liquidators generate market sell on DEXs. In the worst case, Solen could end up with bad debt. And that is why Solen gave its users only six hours to vote to try to take over the wallet. <laughs> Basically, what happened was they voted to take over somebody's funds because they didn't want it to end up in liquidation or bad debt or crash the market. Bitlord tweeted, I think it was great. We can vote to liquidate whales and take over their assets. This is what decentralization is truly about. That left a bad taste in basically everybody's mouth. So people voted to not do that. Even though they voted to do that, they voted not to do that. And I want to say, who is they? In these situations, it's usually the people with the most coin. And they put up the coin for the vote. And so if you have millions of coin, you get a pretty big weighted vote. And everybody was pissed off about that. And so they rolled it back. On the same day, we still had more Celsius news. The native token for Celsius sell token was up 50% on the day as members of the project's community attempted to orchestrate a short squeeze. And the sell community tweeted this. Number one, buy sell on FTX. Number two, move tokens to MetaMask. Number three, connect to one inch and set a sell limit order at $100. Number four, retweet. Basically, coordinated fuckery. Also on Tuesday, Sam Bankman-Fried was on NPR and he said it was his responsibility to bail out crypto companies in times of crisis. And finally, on Tuesday, it was the one-week anniversary of Justin Sun's scammy clone of Luna's Alga stablecoin not holding a dollar peg. Basically, he made the same thing that just went tits up for $40 billion, backed it with a lot of Bitcoin, allowed people to stake it and earn interest, crazy interest, and wonders why it's not holding a dollar peg. <laughs> We've seen this before. We know how this ends. On Wednesday, crypto lender BlockFi secured a $250 million revolving line of credit from crypto exchange FTX, said the CEO, Zach Prince. On Thursday, Voyager secured a revolving line of credit from Alameda Research, including $200 million in cash slash USDC and 15,000 Bitcoin. Also on Thursday, FTX backed out of a sponsorship deal with the Los Angeles Angels. Moving into today's news, trading platform Voyager Digital, as we just heard, remember the had a line of credit from Alameda Research? Well, they have now slashed its daily withdrawal limit to 10000 from 25000 following news of its exposure to the struggling crypto hedge fund Three Arrows Capital. Voyager announced the update of withdrawal limits yesterday, and the company's share price crashed 60%. I guess we should note right now that uh, Voyager Digital has $661 million of exposure to Three Arrows Capital. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of John McAfee being found dead in a Spanish prison from apparent suicide. The McAfee family and his wife Janice is fighting to get his body released so they can do an autopsy because they don't believe that he killed himself. In my personal opinion, John McAfee, 
he was a tough dude. I, I don't see why he would spend all this time running from the law, uh, doing what he does, just keep on fighting to just commit suicide. I mean, there's many different reasons, and I understand that. There's a lot of things and factors in there. But, I mean, John, really? I would love to see what that autopsy finds. Hackers are back. <laughs> and what? What is it? Oh, it's an Ethereum bridge. Harmony's Horizon bridge just got hacked. $100 million. Gone. Vitalik has warned about bridges. People have been warning about bridges. And they keep getting hacked. Apparently, y'all can't build a bridge. The addresses of the culprit have been identified. And the Harmony team are working with national authorities and forensic specialists to retrieve the stolen funds. And finally, another blow to Coinbase as they come under pressure as credit ratings agency Moody's downgrade the company's corporate family rating, or CFR, to a BA3 from a BA2. And it's guaranteed senior unsecured notes from a BA1 to a BA2. Today's rating action reflects Coinbase's substantially weaker revenue and cash flow generation due to the steep declines in crypto asset prices that have occurred in the recent months and reduced customer trading activity, said Moody's. In May, Coinbase published a disappointing first quarter earnings and reported a quarterly loss of $430 million and a 19% drop in monthly users. Okay, so I bet you're wondering, what the hell does that rating even mean? And so, here's what the ratings mean. All right, first of all, what are the ratings? You can start at a AAA rating, right? So, AAA, AAA rating, and it goes down to a C. And so, you have AAA, which is the top, and then you go AA1, AA2, AA3, and then you go A1, A2, A3. And the same thing goes for B. So it's triple B, double B, B, triple C, double C, C. And so what is a triple A? A triple A is the highest quality with minimal risk. A double B is moderate risk. Well, everything over a triple B3 is investment grade and considered okay. Moderate risk to the highest quality. Now you're getting into double B. And when you're in double B, these double Bs, well, they're judged to have speculative elements and are subject to substantial credit risk. And so Coinbase has just got dropped from a double B2 to a double B3. These are not investment grade. They're not prime. And it's just getting worse from there. So this is a big blow to Coinbase. Can they work their way back up? Of course, of course. But right now with the bear, they're taking punches from all directions. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. I'll be back on Monday. And until then, good luck hodling everyone. And you can reach me at MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co.